Welcome to Disney Planning Insights Top 3, where we come up with our three best or worst answers to fun Disney categories like favorite restrooms and worst lines to stand in. We pick a new category from the list each week and have 20 seconds to come up with our answers. Join in on the fun by posting your answers in the comment section below or by submitting a category on our website at patmdisneytravel.wixsite.com forward slash planning. Now into this week's episode, after a quick ad from our friends at Anchor. Business trip. Uh, the people move around. <laughs> it does tingle a little bit. All right. Good evening, everybody. It is top three time. Um, I am Matt with the DPI podcast. Over on the other screen, which is right there, it's Peter with P Princesses of the Mouse Disney Travel, showboating with his highway in the sky dinner badge. No, I was um, just bringing up that this is how much I've been in this room since last Tuesday. <laughs> they were sitting within reach. Um, if this is your first time with top three, welcome. If it's your you know, multiple times. Welcome back. Um, what we do is we pull out a numbered chip from this little baggie here. I match it up with a topic on our spreadsheet. We have 20 seconds to come up with our top three or our bottom three of whatever that topic is. And tonight's number is number 25. It is the last one on the list. Let's see what we've got on number 25. 25. I would just like to say that you did an amazing job with this jacket, not knowing of the hat that I was going to buy. <laughs> All right. Since this show is going away at the end of the month, let's do our top three moments in enchantment. Oh, in, oh I was expecting you to say our uh Oh, no. <laughs> enchantment. Okay. You've got 20 seconds. Planning your first trip and getting overwhelmed by all the details? Planning your next trip and just want some new suggestions on things you haven't tried? Contact me at Princess of the Mouse Travel, and I'd love to work with you planning your next trip to the most magical place on Earth. You can contact Princesses in the Mouse Disney Travel on Facebook at P-A-T-M Disney Travel. I'm going first. <laughs> you didn't even know we were back yet, so that's awesome. Uh, so... If you want to suggest a category or a topic or something like that, go over to the website, uh, patmdisneytravel.wixsite.com forward slash planning. Up in the top right corner, you will see a little form that will let you submit a topic for our top three or for our client question, which is the next segment. Um, go check that out today. And while you're there, you might as well get information on your next Disney trip. On that planning page, you can also fill out a form that will come to us and we will help you Get your next Disney trip on the books. Um, so check us out today. So top three moments in Enchantment. This is great show. Um, not my favorite show in the world, but it does have some moments. And, and my number three moment is going to be kind of the little interlude section with Joe Gardner from Soul. Um, just a great, really, you froze. Where are you at? There you are. Okay. Oh, mine's going crazy. I know you're you're freezing all over the place. Um, 
Hold on, let me see if I can reduce my YouTube. <laughs> so, really cool section with him on the piano. Kind of the whole area turns this deep blue and just kind of just has that jazz, mellow feel. And then one, one thing that they added with the new show, Enchantment, is coming down Main Street, USA, you get the projection as well. And the, that music just kind of fills that whole area, it looks like. Um, and it's just, a, it's a really cool effect, really great part of the show. So um, that little, that little transition with um, the music from Soul is my number three. Peter, what is your number three moment of enchantment? Well, I gotta say that I wish that, uh, boy, because this is a hard one to do, because you're like, oh my God, I have to remember this, this uh, show here. Am I, have I gotten better? I tried to reduce my stuff. You're a lot better. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So I am, oh boy, you know, that's probably my number one. So I got to like pick something else for my number three, because I need to build up to that. Um, <laughs> you know, I am actually going to go with uh, the area in there where, this is just kind of one of my favorites. So I love how kind of the castle goes dark and then all of a sudden blues start coming up and uh, you start to hear the instrumental for Into the Unknown and that just sort of like builds and cascades in this into this really, really cool scene where it just goes through really, a, it's not even just frozen stuff. It's just a whole bunch of different scenes from a bunch of different movies. Um, but... That song, Into the Unknown, is one of uh, one of my favorite songs that has come out of a movie over the past few years. And so that kind of whole Into the Unknown scene where they're singing that, and there's a bunch of stuff. Like I said, there's like Coco in there and Little Mermaid and um, Brave, all sorts of stuff. That's yeah. kind of the general theme of Enchantment is a song comes on, but then you just get boom, 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 character, character. <laughs> Uh, but I really like the lead into that is my favorite because everything kind of gets dark and calm and quiet. And then it slowly builds into this really grand into the unknown scene. So well, I'm going to go with that for my number three, the into the unknown get, segment. You get that really driving that, that dun 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 as it's coming in too. And it's more towards like the panic of at the disco version than it is. Right. Which the Adina I love Menzel. that version. Yeah. I love the panic at the disco version of into the unknown. So, right. It, it, you, you kind of quiet. I'm trying to remember the scene that's in, in front of it. Oh, it's, uh, I just, cause I pulled up the scenes just to make sure I had my orders. Right. Um, <laughs> so it's coming out of the, you can fly and it just sort of like dies. Yeah. Like completely down to nothing. And then, yeah. Like you said, the lights started to kind of come in along with the the kind of the baseline of the beginning of Into the End. So, yeah, really, really cool moment. Kind of halfway-ish, I would say, in the yeah. show. Yeah. All right, let's get to our number twos. All right, so, so my number two... Uh, again, it, it's funny because... Like I said earlier, this is not my favorite nighttime show at Magic Kingdom. Um, happily ever after for me, far and away beyond this. But the song that they created 
for this show is really, really good. And the way they introduce the song in the beginning is fantastic. Because it's just a very, very slow build. No fireworks, no nothing for the first almost three minutes of the show. With the build of this song, which is really, really cool. Um, so... Yeah, you just it just kind of everything goes dark. You've got like the inner or the the pre-show music, and then it just goes dark, and then it's just a real quick. And you get the piano starting to play, and you have a, a little spark of light just working its way up the the castle, and the castle starting to turn gold where the spark of light is hitting. And it's just a really cool, really cool opening to the show. It really kind of gets you in that mood for that Disney nighttime show. So um, my number two is going to be just the opening and the original the re the original song that they they kind of made for this show. So uh, Peter, what's your number two? Well, you just took my number one, so now I gotta <laughs> readjust everything. Uh, but I, I I'm gonna cheat a little bit, but that's okay. I'm I'm totally gonna do that when when we get to number one. Um, you know. Another spot that I really like in there is um, I like oh so I'm kind of torn between you know what I'm gonna go with this one uh, they play they play one of the songs let me get the name uh, it's oh it's so in between we know the way and be our guest uh, there's a little bit of stuff from Soul. And it's the epiphany area of it. And so I, I guess kind of where I'm going with on this is I really enjoy that in this show, they highlighted the classic, but they also showed the present and almost like in anticipation of the future. They talked several times throughout the texting of the show of the idea that Disney was all built off of one man's dream. And they show you the nostalgia of some of the original animation pieces, but then to include music from when this was created, Soul was, gosh, out for months at the time. Yeah. So to really have bookends from where it began to where it is today was a very, very impressive, uh, an impressive move versus just grabbing the the big ones and i already kind of went over that with into the unknown into the unknown is relatively like the newer big frozen song they could have went with the let it go or or want to build a snowman or or whatever else and so mm -hmm. um i i really really enjoy that that in this show i don't know the thoroughness of it all is is where i'm going with with this kind of thought if you watch the show you can legitimately find things from, I feel like 90% of Disney animation studios, oh, yeah. maybe even a higher percentage of, yeah. than that. No, um, it's it, another fantastic, a fantastic area of the show. Um, now, if you guys want to watch the show and you don't have a chance to get down to the parks over on our YouTube channel, you can check out a couple of different views um, from the show. So we've got a bunch of shorts up there that are just like one minute pieces of the show, or you can watch the whole show over on the full YouTube channel, the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. All right, let's get to our number one. 
And Peter, before we get to our number ones, where can people find you? Well, over at Facebook is the best place to find me. Um, just go in and type in Princess of the Mouse Travel. You'll find me on there pretty quickly. Uh, sending me a Facebook message then off of that site uh, really just kind of gets the ball rolling. I should reply relatively quickly, depending on the time of day and where you're located. And then from there, I'll just kind of set up a meeting and and in that meeting, we'll exchange other contact forms like my cell phone and, and things along those lines. Oh, I just had a planning meeting Sunday night. Yeah, just had a, a brand new planning meeting with a new client on Sunday night. They take about an hour or so. Um, it's a great time, it really is. It's a lot of fun getting to meet new people and it's a lot of fun for me being able to just kind of let you know that you're in good hands where when you try to jump into the website and start doing your own stuff, boy, it just gets daunting. And I hopefully very, very quickly in even just my understanding of the hotels and going through the different hotel options and trying to find a fit for you, my, my goal is that immediately you feel like, okay, this person knows what they're doing. If you've seen this show, like I was joking around on, on Sunday night with my new clients, I was like, I have been there. You know, there's a lot of travel agents out there that do travel agent planning, book planning and trips planning as their career. And that's not me, it's my passion. Hence this show and, and coming on here all the time to work with Matt. It's not my career, it's my passion. So I like, I made the joke that, oh yeah, if you wanna know where something is, then I'm gonna be like, okay, um, so find this landmark, walk 23 steps, turn left down that road. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I have a very, very intimate detail of the park, whereas many travel agents, you might say, hey, we're thinking about going to Disney, and they almost have to, you ask the question, they go, oh, yeah, I'll get back to you. You ask me a question, I'm most likely going to answer it and and give you a pretty good sense of, of what it is, and I'm not going to upsell you. I'm not going to, I don't know, kind of deceive you almost with your options. I'm I'm going to find the right thing for you and your travel party. Yeah. Um, because I want you to have an amazing trip. Okay, that was a little bit longer than Matt was looking for, but it did give <laughs> him enough time to lock in a number one. All right, so my number one, I'm taking Tinkerbell. It, it's, I mean, it's an iconic part of basically every show since Wishes. Um, Tinkerbell comes out of the top of the tower of Cinderella Castle, flies across the sky... Um, the build-up to Tinkerbell is fantastic as well. So if you watch very closely on the castle as they're going in the We Can Fly, or the You Can Fly section, you can watch Tinkerbell go all the way up the castle and then come out the top and then fly across the night sky. Fantastic. Well done. Um, that is my number one. Peter, what is your number one? Yeah, it's a really good number one. And it's funny that you mentioned that because I do that every time I watch the fireworks show. I wonder if we're going to get a Tinker Bell or sometimes Tinker Bob flight. And maybe people don't know about that. Maybe I know we've talked about that before in this podcast. <laughs> but if you actually pay really close attend uh, attention to what's going on there, a lot of times it's Tinker Bill. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, 
So anyway, but what that is one of my favorite things to do is if you kind of watch that spire, obviously they don't have their big lights on because they ultimately light lights before they go flying across the sky. But the dress is so sequined that they're wearing that you can kind of catch a glimpse of when like the light from the fireworks and the light from the show kind of hits off you. You can be like, oh, yeah, they're going up there. And then you can kind of catch them at the top and you can see specks of light kind of coming up. Anyway, anyway, um, yes, fantastic one. So I'm going to kind of go back to yours, but I'm going to talk about it in a different way. I love the way that Enchantment starts. It is unlike any other fireworks show that Disney has ever done down at in, um, in anywhere, whether it be Epcot or, or Magic Kingdom. I love the very, it's like two blasts that sort of like bring you to life and go, oh, it's time. And then very soft, quiet, inspirational. And then it ends with the phrase and it all starts with a dream. And then it goes to old footage of Roy Disney kind of talking about the park and showing the plans of the park being formed and talking about like the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. And then a big, like the partner statue illuminates. If you're far enough back to kind of see that aspect of it, the partner statue illuminates and then that leads to a bunch of balloons going up the castle in celebration. And finally, Mickey lets go and welcomes you and exclaims that you are the magic. And then the whole show fires up into life. And to talk about Disney World and its dream becoming a reality from Roy's brother, Walt, to Roy overseeing the real creation and construction of it, to just kind of get some of that historical perspective, it was the perfect show to go along with the 50th anniversary because it, it's kind of like my number two. I love when you kind of harken back to history and show where we've gone since then. And so it is just the perfect start because it let me set the groundwork for why you're here in this place right now. And then look at all we have done and all we have accomplished and and all that we are going to continue to do. And and we, I talked about that in my number two. The show is just IP after IP after IP after IP after IP after. Like this song shows these eight characters small scenes. This song shows these eight characters small scenes. It's a celebration of everything that has happened in Disney Animation Studios. And to start it with, look at this place that you're in. It started with a swamp and a vision and a dream. And now here we are 50 years later enjoying this amazing show. So I'm gonna go kind of doubling back to yours. You were talking about how the song kind of works in. I'm gonna talk about how the show kind of sets in. Um, really, really, really powerful and moving, especially if you're a little bit more of a Disney fanatic. Other people might be like, okay, this is boring. Can I, can I get to the characters please? Um, <laughs> for me, that show really makes it special. Well, it's funny because I have never seen that opening of the show. I've seen Enchantment four times now, and I've never seen that opening because they added it late. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I saw it last time I was there, and I thought, oh, my gosh, this makes this show. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Because I haven't, I haven't been there since March of last year. And they, they oh, added it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was, 
Yeah, I'm just thinking of the most recent time I saw it, and and it was just an amazing, it was just an amazing kind of set, and uh, yeah, that would have been for fall break last yep. year. That makes sense. Yeah, so it was there by then. All right, well, Peter, awesome top three. Um, again, if you want to find us, you can find us over on Facebook at DPI Podcast, the travel side at PATM Disney Travel. Um, we're here every Tuesday night in some form or fashion, whether we're live like we are tonight or um, taped like we're going to be sometimes with golf and life coming up here in the summer. So um, you'll see us one way or another every Tuesday night. So thank you very much for watching. This is the DPI Top 3. Thanks for listening. Remember to join in on the fun by posting your top three in the comments below and by submitting your categories on our website at patmdisneytravel.wixsite.com forward slash planning. Have a good week. Bye now.